Welcome to Ambitious AF. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and every week I'll be delivering either a guest speaker or a topic related to being ambitious AF and not letting anything stand in your way. After my mom died, I hit rock bottom. Bad breakup, afraid I couldn't afford my house, and stuck in an unfulfilling 9-to-5 job. Months and months went by before I looked at myself in the mirror and told myself I needed to change. I deserved more. So, I got help, read a lot of business books, and launched my company. Now, I own a multi-six-figure agency, quit the 9-to-5 grind, moved 3,000 miles away from home, and started a new life that I'm completely obsessed with. Being ambitious means putting your needs first and going after anything that will help you get the success you deserve. Success doesn't just mean money, success in happiness, health, income, love, and life. I know these episodes will encourage you to go after your dreams and create a life you are obsessed with. I'm here for it, and I hope you are too. Welcome to Ambitious AF. Here we go. And just like that, we are back with yet another episode. Oh, it feels so good to be podcasting again. And today, I'm so excited to talk to you about the topic that I'm about to talk to you about. (laughs) So I don't want to spoil it yet. First off, I definitely want to let people know... Thank you so much for reaching out to me, letting me know that you like the new season of Ambitious AF. It really means a lot to me. And if you haven't let me know yet, the easiest way to do that is to either rate and review the podcast through Apple Podcast only, because the other ones you can't really do that with, or you can send me a DM on Instagram, which is at Caroline Lewis Consulting. So we also had an Instagram account for this podcast, but yours truly doesn't remember the email I used associated with that. Um, So we are forever locked out. Um, So that pretty much means that we created another account. um, So it is or will be activated here soon, but that will be ambitiousaf.podcast. So ambitiousaf.podcast. So ambitiousaf, period podcast. Um, so that'll be the new Instagram podcast for this, but anywho, welcome back to episode, I guess this is what, like 85, but technically number two of season three. And today I want to talk about the three things I learned as a 30 year old female business owner. Who's also made multiple six figures in her business in two and a half, three years. So I wanted to just kind of speak from the heart on this one. And just let you know my honest opinions, my honest thoughts about starting a business from literally zero, having no idea, no experience whatsoever what I'm about to do. (laughs) And then two and a half coming on three years down the road, I've been able to turn it into a multi six figure business. And the three things that I've learned along the way. (laughs) Okay. So let's just dive into it. Number one is when you are a business owner, you learn to hold yourself accountable so much more and you also learn to respect yourself so much more. I don't think I would have the confidence that I have today if I didn't own my business, right? Because when you're a business owner and you know starting a business from ground zero and building it up to either you know provide for your family, leave the corporate, lifestyle, leave that nine to five job, 
start off on your own, live that entrepreneurial lifestyle. I think a lot of us come into it a little hesitant, obviously, but a little unaware of who we truly are. And we're just a smidge, or maybe not just a smidge, unconnected with ourselves. But when you have a business that you start from zero, and then this business and the income it brings in is like the sole income, right? That you're living off of. It really teaches you so much about self-respect. So number one is just, yeah, that self-respect, self-appreciation, owning who you are, right? That's like the number one thing I've learned as a business owner is truly owning who I am. And it's funny because if you listen to any of the episodes from the beginning, like way, way back, way, 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 we're going like probably OG episodes number one or two, I did talk a lot about how I used to be this girl who was just run over by everyone, right? I was that yes girl, that people pleaser. And while I'm still a people pleaser, I have massive boundaries. I have massive self-respect for myself. But back then, I was not like that, right? I did no matter what people asked me to do, I would do it, right? Jump off a bridge with me? Yeah, sure, why not? Just to please them. That was me. That was my type of personality. And I didn't even realize how bad that was for me until owning my business, right? Because when I first launched my business, the first couple clients, guess what? It was all of, yeah, I can do that for you. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Let's get this done because I'm a yes person, people pleaser. But then obviously I realized that doesn't work out for my time, for my mental health, as well for my income, right? It does not work out in my benefit. It works out for my clients. But if I'm going to be that yes person, then I need to start charging more for that, right? So then you redo your offers, you charge more, and you take accountability on what all you're actually doing, which really just comes back down to that self-respect, right? Because I had the respect for myself to say, no, that was not in the contract. But if you want to discuss that route, then we can do so, but it will be an additional charge. Or no, that was not in the contract. I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. You know, maybe hiring another VA or figuring out by yourself, that would be your other option. Saying no is super, super hard in general. Saying no to clients, saying no to business opportunities, saying no to your kids, to your parents, to your friends, right? It's super hard. But I feel like when you have more self-respect for yourself, it's a lot easier, right? Because you're putting yourself first, which is not selfish. It is not being conceited. It is just taking into consideration that, hey, I have this life with only a couple hours during the, like during the day I can get stuff done. So no, I cannot put you over this that I already planned, right? Self-respect. So number one would definitely be self-respect. Number two that I learned in business is you are going to spend some wasteful money before you spend the right money. And as I'm recording this episode, I'm definitely going to tag my consultant, Jen Hartman, who I'm obsessed with. But let me tell you a little bit before I actually found Jen. So when I launched my business, obviously I had no idea what I was doing. Absolutely zero. I literally knew that I was good at blogging. I was good at affiliate marketing and I was good with the tech. So I just started buying courses getting sold on online, you know, the whole shebang. I literally spent 
$10,000, which was a lot to me at the time. And it is, it is a lot of money for sure. To end, it, It's just a lot of money in general. It's still a lot of money for me because $10,000 is a lot of money, right? But I remember I spent $10,000 on this business opportunity. And I'm using air quotes right now. So the $10,000 was going to, you know, allow me to live a freedom lifestyle because... After I spent this, I was able to join this community, learn how to essentially affiliate market, make funnels and run ads, right? And I was like, well, I know the tech. I know that this philosophy can work because I've seen like overnight success in a way with affiliate marketers or just successful affiliate marketers. So I was like, okay, $10,000. How the hell am I going to come up with $10,000? Man, I sold everything. <laughs> I sold my car. I took money out of my savings, my my uh, stock account, like you name it. I was going through every ounce of money I had and I collectively came up with after selling my car, which I sold for like seven grand. So I had to come up with an additional three that I pull out of investments. So I come up with the 10 grand, I spend the money and ha did it do anything? I mean, I will say the, what I bought for the 10 grand, no, but the community that I bought into is the only reason I have my business. So while that community did not make me 10 grand back at the time, you know, it took a, a while to get that 10 grand back. But now that obviously I have a multi six figure business, I don't really think much of that. So for me, was it a wasteful investment? Not really. It was a lot of money. I had to like pull strings to pull that off. But for me, it was worth it. Now, let me give you another scenario. <clears throat> My last wannabe company, I launched this in 2016. I was in blogging, affiliate marketing, and I got roped into spending like a hut, so almost 200,000. I think all said and done, it was like 150 or 180, $180,000 people. That is a lot of money, <laughs> 180 grand over two years. So we were giving them, I think it was like four grand a month. I'm sorry, I'm not doing the math in my head right now. So I would say four, it was four or seven a month, right? For, to build my business, which was blogging, affiliate marketing, and then essentially now looking at it, it would have been influencer marketing, right? I was trying to build myself up in the automotive industry to be build, be an influencer. And this company was like, Oh, I can get you your dreams. You can move out to Utah. You're going to have so much money. You literally like, it'll just come into your bank account. And I was young and naive. Huh. I asked my dad for help. Obviously, you know, I've always been a good salesperson. So I asked my dad for help. I'll pay you back. It was a flop. Oh my gosh. That business went under, right? Because I didn't make a dime let alone 180 grand. So I still obviously owe my dad that, which is lovely. And yeah, horrible investment, horrible investment. So that was a lot of money. So from that experience, I did definitely learn a lot about proper investments. Now I will say some programs, coaches, courses, stuff like that, they'll sneak up on you. But I finally feel like two and a half going on three years in business, finally feel like after wasting hundreds of 
thousands of dollars on buying into things, I now know what a good investment looks like versus a bad. I now know how to vet people before I invest with them. So let me tell you, coming back to Jen Hartman, who's my consultant now. So first off, she's the first female consultant I worked with, which is like stupid of me because I'm running a female only business. I work with female entrepreneurs and I cannot believe that until January, I was working with all men, men, mentors, and consultants and men and women have totally different ideas. And it's really funny because the men that I worked with. The programs were awesome. It was easy, quick win. I got my money back on all the programs, right? However, it was, they never gave me information that I could continue building my business with, right? It was always like left in the, okay, now what's next? Because I'm, I was able to hit 10K, 15K months, 20K, 25K months. And I'm like, now what, right? So then Jen comes around and she and I are in like a similar online network because I interviewed a lot of people that she has either worked with or interviewed as well on our podcast. So we started like connecting with each other on Instagram. She positions herself so well. And my rule for myself is if my business is not doing good at the end of the year, which is which most people do this. So you spend all your marketing money and you definitely like flush it at the end of the year. And then come January, you look at your overall budget and you buy in to help, right? Whatever that help looks like. So for me, I always go after either I need employees or I need like mental help, which is like the consulting side. So I was following Jen, I reached out to her and literally like match made in heaven. I told her that I want to obviously build this to a million dollar business and this is where I'm at now. This is where I wanna be at the end of this year um, in order to hit my tracks for that million. So we're starting with that over half a million. So we're starting with 600,000 plus and I've only been working with her. So this will be our third month. Um, and like my business has never felt so good. I've had so many clients in the pipeline, either current, new or potential. I'm like marketing myself so differently. My mindset is completely shifted and I'm hiring aggressively and I'm actually hiring people that are quality people that will do the work for me. All from a good investment, right? So number two, that was a little bit long. So number one was coming back to like self-respect. Number two is you're gonna have some bad investments. But for all the bad investments that you make, you're going to have a really solid investment that is going to make or break that shift in your business, right? Whether that shift is going from zero to 10,000, 10 to 30,000 a month, I'm speaking in months, um, which is definitely possible. <laughs> uh, and then 30 to 50,000 months is normally the next tier. And then obviously 50 to 80,000, which is a million in your business in general. So 50 to 80,000 months and then 80 to 100K. So as you go from 10 to 30, 30 to 50, 50 to 80, 80 to 100,000 dollars in months, like this is $100,000 sales in months, in a month. That doesn't, include like expenses, obviously. I'm just talking about, I wanna bring in 100,000, you know, in sales in a month. That mentality shift as you move from 10K months to 100,000K months is huge. 
and you're going to be working with different types of mentors and consultants the higher you move up on the income ladder because obviously someone who only coaches someone to make 10k cannot coach someone to make 100,000k because it is a totally different mindset shift so that's when Jen comes in because she meets me in the middle and she's helping me reach past 600 to go into 80k months so past $600,000 a year going into 80k months which would be past obviously that million dollar year and her mental shift that she's put on me is huge And it's crazy because like the mentors and consultants I had in the past, they only knew how to get me to 30K, right? Because like their mentality, their lessons, um, the way they taught the other people that they brought in only got me to like that 30K. So it's quite crazy. And I wouldn't even consider a lot. I've had obviously really bad investments, especially when it comes to VAs and employees and help. Um, But I definitely learned my lesson when I spent the 180K, which was completely wasted. And then I definitely learned my lesson on a couple other, you know, 10K, 16K programs. Like, was it really worth it? Could I have saved that money and have found someone like Jen instead is what I'm getting at. So lesson number two is you're gonna spend a lot of money that is completely wasted in order to hit a gold mine. So the last lesson, lesson number three is customer service. (laughs) customer service is huge and whether you're in the online space or the product-based industry so b2c or b2b or d2c so direct to to consumer doesn't really matter but customer service is still key and one of the things i've realized that you know owning this business building it up to multi-six doing it all on my own in the beginning but then obviously hiring employees and a team to help me Customer service is still so important because while you can't, so this is how this is going. Customer service is so important, right? You want to make everyone happy, but let me tell you a little secret. You're not going to. And this is where I'm getting at with lesson number three, which I think might be like the most important. When you are starting your business, when you are growing your business, when you are blowing up, in your business. You cannot please anyone. So stop trying to. You are going to market yourself, get on sales calls, and convince someone to buy into your service, your program, your offer that is not an ideal client. It's going to happen and your you know, service, offer, whatever that looks like is not going to be as good as working with an ideal client. You just can't please everyone. Everyone coming through your pipeline might not get the same success as other people that have come through your pipeline. And that is just fact of being a business owner. This took me so long to feel okay with because I am a bit of, (coughs) I am a perfectionist. I am extremely type A. I like organization as in I get OCD if like my fork is not directly centered. And all of you OCD people that can feel the same pain as I feel, you might be laughing right now, but like even when I'm flying and I sit down and I see that the little hook to my tray is crooked, I have to fix it. I'm a very type A person, very OCD when it comes to stuff like that. And because I have my people pleasing background, I 
hate when I work with someone and they don't either get the success that I was thinking they would or they're disappointed, right, in the service. So luckily for me, I can honestly say in my two and a half, three years of service or, you know, having this company, I've only had one client ask for a partial refund, which we don't give per our contracts, but I've had one and we've worked with hundreds at this point. So I've had one. So I keep reminding myself, right? Like that's really good because all of my other clients have been super happy. So having one that has been mad enough to ask for a deposit, right? Like that's, that's saying something. However, I'm not like gloating on that. I mean, it is a good feeling, but it also like killed me when they asked for that. I was so distraught. I go over to Jen cause she's my consultant. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I've never in almost three, like I'm so close to three years, almost three years. We'll say in business, I've never had someone ask for a deposit back or their, their, their payment back for like half. And she like laughs and was like, welcome to leveling, leveling up in your business. Right? Because you can not please everyone. So I firmly believe that my funnels and my emails and our, like my course build design, like when I say my, I mean like the whole company. So what myself and my employees are able to build and automate and launch into this world are freaking phenomenal. I wholeheartedly believe that like I am in the exact place I need to be in. I still cannot please everyone. I am still going to work with people and they aren't going to be happy, but that is just truth to owning your business. So for all of my perfectionists out there, the hardest thing for you is seeing unhappy clients and wanting to give into that, right? Because everyone asks for a refund, but, and I will say both sides. So if you are getting like once in a blue moon, people asking for a refund, that is a good sign. But if you're getting people that are like ticked off day in and day out, then obviously you need to change something going on in your business, right? So we're talking about like if you get an unhappy customer every once in a while, like it happened to me. And you still, even though it was just one, right? Because I was thinking like, Oh, it's my first client who's ever asked for money back. Maybe I should just give her like 20% back or whatever she's asking back. But I went over to my consultant. She was like, no, you have a contract. People sign it. They know and they expect things when working with you. If someone is not happy, like, did you do everything, right? Yes. So she was like, unless you like slacked off and completely bombed and like all of these things happening. And I showed her metrics and analytics, like the growth of the accounts. And she's just like, no, like you're going to get unhappy clients. They're going to ask for anything back just because they're, you know, infuriated at the time, but it happens. Like you cannot beat yourself up. You have to forgive, forget, learn and move on. Right. And that is probably the biggest lesson to building your business because the the more you build your business, like I said, 10K months, 30K months, 50K months, 100K months, you're going to have unhappy clients. You're going to have more and more and more and more because you're working with more and more and more and more people. And 
every single person you work with is a completely different person than the other. I don't care how many spiritual coaches you're working with or life coaches you're working with or consultants you're working with. They're not the same person and you cannot please everyone. Okay. So lesson number three is customer service, but being okay with unhappy clients and customers because it's going to happen. Okay. Even if you're in the product-based industry and you, someone buys a new product and they're pissed and then they write a bad Amazon review, do not beat yourself up over it. Listen to the Amazon review, read the Amazon review, ask, you know, ask yourself, why are they writing this comment about me? And, and learn from this moment, right? Don't just like beat yourself up and, and you like, like die over this. Cause this is what, how I was, you know, I was dreaming about this. I couldn't go to bed. I didn't know what to do. I felt so bad. But then after talking to her, after reflecting, doing some gratitude work around this, you know, I woke up like totally at ease and I told myself, you know, you did a lot for that client. You know, look back at that 100K, 180K that you invested in that marketing company. They did not do anything. So, and people are not spending 180K with me, by the way. I don't, don't want to like <laughs> make you all think that I charge that much. I don't. I charge a lot, right? Because we're doing a lot for you, but I'm not charging 180K. So, you know, I still had that moment of, you know, for what you charge this client and you look back at all of the things you did over the three months and you literally have analytics to prove growth, you cannot beat yourself up if they're unhappy, right? Because there, a lot of people are just after the money. And as much as I try not to work with clients who are really, really, really money hungry, I mean, everyone deserves to be paid what they're worth. Everyone deserves to make millions. Everyone can make millions. However, there's a difference between I need money versus I deserve money, right? And I try not to work with people that I need money. I need money for my investors. I need money to support my family. I need money or else because that immediately puts them in a super negative energy and mindset. Hello, season two and one of Ambitious AF. So when your client is already coming to you in a negative mindset and energy, you're going to have to work like a bajillion times harder, but even then it won't work out, right? Because do they really want this or are they just after pleasing investors? Are they just after making ends meet? You know, you, you, it's, it's hard to work with people in that mentality versus people that come to you and have that, you know, I deserve money type of mentality. I've done this in the past or I've had this in the past. You know, I understand your investment. I understand, you know, the ROI or potentially not getting that because of X, Y, and Z, right? Those are the business people that you really ideally want to work with. But sometimes people do get scared and they get super, super, super money scared. Um, and then that's, you know, energetically, it's really hard to come out of that. So lesson number three, customer service, you don't have to please and you won't please everyone. You will try your hardest, but you cannot 
please every single client or customer that comes through your pipeline. All right, my friends, that is everything for this episode. We're about 30 minutes in. So my three lessons I've learned about being or from being a 30 year old female biz owner making multi six figs. I love it. I love saying that, right? You have to own your work and you have to own what you do. And I totally do that. And I, I hope all of you can own what you do as well. So if you have any questions, need further you know, guidance or whatnot on anything that I said, please send me a DM because that's normally the easiest way to connect with me. Or you can go to my website and find my email and then just email me. But either way, it's Caroline Lewis Consulting, either .com or just at Caroline Lewis Consulting on social. Let me know what you think. Um, but better yet, of course, I always have to say this, leave a, a, a review, rate this podcast, blah, blah, blah. So rate and review this podcast. It means the world to me and it helps me know what I'm doing good and what I'm doing not so good at. So leave it. I'll read it. I'll get back to it. I'll improve. Or I'll just take it in and just love you so much more. Okay, that's it for tonight. I will talk to you all next week. Have a great weekend if you're listening to this on Friday. And yeah, keep being ambitious. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories or leave a review. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF. Thank <laughs> you.